God. What, what, t- what time is it? Janko. Janko, are you sure you've been good all year? I, uh, I don't know. I, I was. I, I at least think I was. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, okay. All right. Stop crying. Keep, keep sealing the house. It's Christmas Eve night. At any minute, that jolly fat man will be back just like last year. Okay, it's just... (laughs) I'm scared. You guys, you'll never believe this, but Santa's outside. He'll be here... How the fuck did you get in here? I think y'all were right. Oh, it's okay. It's okay, he's not coming in here. I don't think... What's that? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Christmas episode of Critically Optimistic. I'm your host, Mac. Joining me, as always, is Janko and Maggie. Say hello, Janko and Maggie. Hello. I didn't know how to rhyme that one off this time, so it just came out a little bit (laughs) weird. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been having quite busy um, Decembers, uh, especially me. I had a really busy day yeah. yesterday, so I'm a little bit burnt out, especially after watching Christmas Bloody Christmas to end off my day. <laughs> my condolences. But before we get into that, um, is there any news that you guys want to share? Maggie, maybe in particular with like uh, the Discord and stuff like that? I'm running the Mutant Fam Discord server now, too, on top of the Lost Driving Patreon server. Um... That's that's all really <laughs> on that. What about you, Janko? What you got going on? No, not really new news going on. I'm just uh, being the everyday working class hero. Uh, but uh, uh, one exciting thing I'm doing now for December is just watch Christmas movies and Christmas related films. So that's been fun, getting into the holiday spirits and such. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, but uh, life is just same as always, uh, so nothing new really. That's good. I've been busy with work. Uh, I had to do my first rostered shift, so that means I had to do my night shifts last week. And I've got my day shifts coming up tomorrow. And I got to work through the Christmas holidays. So the holiday season is extremely caught up to me in a blink of an eye, and I've had no time to prepare. Or anything. But I've got the boys their gifts. I don't even have all the gifts for my wife, which is not the best thing to have weighing on my mind, but it is what it is. No, no I understand that. Um, but yeah, so I left Janko mostly in charge with picking the films this year for our Christmas. Yeah special that's right originally we were gonna do fat man and what was the other one that just hit theaters the violent other one was night. Vi- violent yeah. night with, uh, david harper and it led into a problem uh an opinions episode problem that we've been we were gonna actually do at some point which is the fact that new zealand and other places in the world don't get movies when everybody else gets movies and we, I looked everywhere, I looked high and low, and there's not a single theater in New Zealand showing Violent Night. And there's no way for me to watch it. It's actually, it's actually yeah. a shame, because that movie would have fit perfectly for Fat Man. Yeah. It, they're kind of like, they're kind of like uh, polar opposites of one another. One is more serious, and the other one is more comedic, but, but overly violent. Um, it's interesting. But uh, yeah, it's a bummer nonetheless. I was really hoping that it hit streaming right away just because it yeah. seemed like it really seemed like one of those movies that would just go to theaters, say it's only in right. theaters, and then a week later be like, oh, well, we're, we're out everywhere yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. But You're it's probably really it's a, milking it, that, that Christmas viewership <laughs> with yeah. it. Yeah. 
But it's also a weird kind of movie to to think we're only releasing it in cinema. You have to wait till like January. Like it's they're releasing it together, like alongside other great films. So it's just it's just weird. Like it just seems like a film that should come to streaming right away, but I, for some reason doesn't. And it's I mean it's a I don't know if it has anything to do with. Uh, the fact that Tommy Vercola is directing it, like a Norwegian Maybe. director or something. I I completely agree with you. I think you release a holiday nowadays. I I don't I don't think there's a single holiday film in my mind that shouldn't just go straight to streaming or like hit theaters sure. and then stream the rest of the month because it's like I don't know. It just seems like Christmas is a streaming sort of theme. You know, it is. I mean, everyone yeah. is. Especially now in the digital age, everyone is packed down in their snug in their blankets and and staring at the screen all all night. Yeah. Some people want more than Christmas Hallmark movies to watch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> yeah, and I think this one would have done would quite well in streaming. I'm not actually sure how it's done in uh, theaters, but I think, think it would have done better. Could you imagine, though, if uh, they decided to instead release... Uh, Home Sweet Home Alone instead in cinemas. <laughs> Imagine the outrage. <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting thing, though, because it's like, would it really have tanked, you know? Because people saw oh, right, yeah. Home Sweet Home Alone, and I don't know if people would have gone out to see it in the theaters just for the simple fact that it's like, it looks... Well, I mean, all the other ones after two went straight to video, I believe. I don't think three went to theaters. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they were. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to suddenly put it back into theaters, but I get your point. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an interesting food for thought, I guess. <laughs> um, to get back on the critically optimistic side, uh, we did take the break um, at the start of the season, uh, or at the start of the Christmas season, so we didn't do our early uh, episode of the month, and we're doing this one. I don't know what we got coming up because we haven't really talked about it, to be honest. I think, didn't we talk about our favorite films we watched last yeah. year? Right. Wasn't that our, an idea? our top films of 2022. I'm so... Not necessarily filmed in 2022. Yeah. Mm, right, yeah. I'm so disconnected at the moment. I feel like so much time has been <laughs> in between when we record, <laughs> like, years have passed. Um, yeah, <laughs> kind of. But yeah, so I guess Merry Christmas to everybody, and we hope you have a really great year. And we'll get into the little crazy theme that um, Janko created for us. Yeah, <laughs> which makes no sense at all now, thanks to Christmas Boy Christmas. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs> but I think we're gonna start it off. I'd like to start it off if Janko's okay with it with Fat Man. Because I got less to say about that. Yeah, movie. of course. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's yeah. talk about <laughs> Fat Man, written and directed by the Nelms brothers, I could suppose. Oh yeah. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? Does anyone want to start off what it's about? I'd like Maggie to tell me what Fat Man's about, actually, if that's okay. Okay, so the movie is about Santa, who's kind of become kind of grumpy in his years and doesn't have the money to keep his factory and workers paid and everything kept up. So he makes a deal with the U.S. government to help manufacture, I think it was what, fighter plane panels? Yeah. And um, 
at the same time, there's a story of this really overprivileged shitty kid happening. And um, he gives the kid coal for Christmas. And that kid hires a hitman to try to kill him. And the hitman is played by Walton Groggins. I'm just realizing yeah. the hitman's name apparently is called Skinny Man. Do they ever say that in the film? It's sk- I don't uh, think so. I don't no. think so. No, I don't think they ever mentioned his name. Huh. Well, I'm pretty positive uh, his name is like his actual name is mentioned in the the movie. So I don't know why yeah. they'd write it down as Skinny Man. That's really strange. That is, that is odd. I Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Maggie. It's just something I noticed. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I was pretty much done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that's like the whole plot of the movie. It really is. Yeah, it's not. It's That's probably my biggest problem with this movie is the fact that it's not really uh, story-driven for a story-driven film. There's hardly anything that's really connecting anything else to the storyline or what Santa's going through. It's all just kind of like this event happened and then it's changed the character's opinion just slightly. Um, almost for every character, really. And even though I did enjoy this film more than I thought I would, there's still parts of it that are a little bit bumpy. Oh, yeah. What What did you guys think? Because I think you guys liked it a lot more than I did. Well, I've seen it before. Um, so I already knew uh, pretty much everything going in. So it was a good rewatch for me. But I'm a huge fan of Groggins, and pretty much anything he does, I'll watch and probably like. So, like, what, I think the first time I saw it, I didn't realize he was in it, and I had, like, a total, like, freak-out fangirl kind of moment when I realized that he was a villain in the movie. <laughs> that child is very grating, though the one in the film yeah you could tell even um, before he starts acting like a dick that he's a dick which is that he's yeah. gonna be a piece of shit yeah yeah <laughs> which uh so yeah is not the best way to do your movie you kind of want your surprise to be a bit more of a surprise but whatever well i think the surprise was that the kid actually goes far enough to hire a hitman yeah. to kill santa claus and then the quest for said hitman to locate him i mean is it a surprise though if you've seen the trailer? <laughs> oh, does it get revealed? Yeah, in the trailer? It, it is. It. That's the only thing I knew. Uh, yeah, I That's the only the thing I knew about the movie was the trailer. So, oh, okay, yeah. No, uh, I, I I thought the kid worked as the as the main villain of the film. I um I enjoyed the sinister uh, sinisterness. I mean the the fact that he the fact that he hires a hitman to kidnap a girl who won uh, some science fair and he got second place and he threatens to torture her with uh, like electroshocks and stuff. I thought that was pretty, <laughs> pretty badass. But uh, uh, I don't know. It was just a very psychotic person. Kind of, I don't know, maybe it kind of, no, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking out, out loud. Not really going anywhere with this thought, but I, I thought, I thought he worked well as a, as a scary adversary to Santa Claus. Uh, an angry kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. An angry kid, and then an adult who felt slighted by him as a child. Mm, yeah, he sure had issues. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, what I could find from but, uh, the uh, reviews on this film, just because I was. Sometimes I watch a film and I am curious to see what everybody thought about it. Uh, and this mm. is one of those films. People seem to have a problem with Mel Gibson's performance. I can't tell if it's his performance or okay. if it's just him. I think it. I think it's I think, him. I think people base it on him. Yeah, because yeah. I, I thought I thought he did a fantastic job. I did yeah. too, actually. I try really hard to separate personal yeah. from professional. I, I think like, that's important. I mean. I mean, he, uh, Mel Gibson worked as Santa Claus. He has the charm. He has like the the physique to play, especially to like play a disgruntled one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I'd say he was perfectly cast for this mm-hmm. role. I, I'd agree, honestly, and I agree with you guys too. Is sometimes you have to separate those things um, in order to enjoy mm-hmm. what, what yeah. you're seeing. I also love the fact that that you got to see like a, a huge intimate relationship between santa claus and mrs kringle yeah and, uh, 
I, like this was like a, a very sweet relationship that she helped calm Santa's stress down. <laughs> I thought that was very, very, Made very, cookies very for everyone. sweet moments in the film. <laughs> but it, but also that she, she definitely puts her foot down and she has her. Uh, she doesn't just let Santa walk over her. She, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she, she's her own she person. Has, Indeed. I uh, I also that enjoyed that powerful. Mrs. Claus was played by uh, Marianne Jean Baptiste, which is really oh yeah, me too. Like it was a great casting call, I think, in my in my eye because mm-hmm. I think she knocked it out of the park, and it was really like oh, totally it suited right. also the the um, I, would, I would say almost artistic style of the film, which was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. And I mean, right off the bat, I I also have to say that I I think I think that uh, the fact that this film has a more serious tone than what you think it will be that it 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 gives this film a huge saving grace I think because you right away get more invested into this because it is presented more serious and more. Uh, like not as comedic uh, which yeah. is, uh, comes it, as a huge surprise actually it's kind of like a dramedy yeah kind of yeah like that's the best way to explain it like there's humor there but like not everybody might catch some of that humor i think mm, right it just depends yeah. on like what your sense of humor kind of falls into if you'll enjoy it or not i think i don't mm. i think i enjoyed the awesome. film for what it did um but i didn't I didn't really think it was very funny. Uh, maybe it didn't hit any of my funny bones, but that often is the case, even for comedies. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, this, the moments when I mostly laughed was with with when Walton Goggins interla- interacted with like the kid or or anybody gave, else. Pro- <laughs> yeah, and indeed, like he he was <laughs> he was definitely funny in this film. He, he did a good good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, I I just love his obsession with Santa Claus. <laughs> right. But uh, but also the fact that that his backstory is not like uh, plain out shown to you. Like you you just get small hints of that he a had very a rough... troubled yeah yeah exactly like there was like he shows the, the the cigarette burns on his hands and like the, the the toy the toy car but it doesn't really explain all in detail and i think that works as a great backstory for this um for this main antagonist i thought though right. i thought I mean, the reveal like... was a little bit lackluster though because i agree with you to a point and then when you finally do figure it out it's kind of like oh well that's mm-hmm. i personally was like well, that's kind of dumb because I thought it, w- I was actually yeah. preparing myself for something really stupid. Like you gave me this one toy, and then you kept giving me coal, and I resented you for it. Like that's the way I thought it was gonna go. Just because it's like I wanted it to be something stupid. Like you're just a piss poor person who doesn't understand, and you've grown up to be a piss poor adult who still doesn't understand. But yet it was something like you never brought me my parents back. It's like well. That's weird. Why are you pissed about that? Like, that's so strange. Like, why are you pissed about that? And I didn't like that as a plot point. Grief makes people fall into weird places. Yeah. Um, But he's just a piss poor person. And you never. Well, yeah, he's a shitty person. But at the same time, you never know, like I said, where grief will lead certain people. Like, it could lead to something completely irrational, like his character having an obsession with Santa Claus and all that kind of like, you just don't true. know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, spoilers aside, Santa doesn't give a shit. So yeah. <laughs> also, I, I, I also must say that I, I thought that was pretty badass that for a second there, you think that um, he actually won that he actually got Santa Claus. And I thought that was, that was very powerful. Yeah. I well, yeah, spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah. but like, 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 like! I did not, I did not expect him to pull the trigger and like blast the bullet in his head, in through his eye. Yeah, through his eye. Yeah, which is the the bigger uh, plot twist is that he didn't get him quite, quite in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, true. And then, well, I mean, I don't think it would have killed him if he had anyway, because at the very end, he drinks a cup of milk completely laced with fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Line. 
That's so true. I think that there's like some kind of magical Santa magic aspect happening you know, there. What was the biggest um, thing is when Mrs. Claus. Okay, we're just whatever. If you haven't seen the film, you're getting spoiled. When Mrs. <laughs> Claus got a couple rounds in the back, I'm, I kind of went like, I know Santa's magical, but is Mrs. Claus magical? So I didn't. That was the part oh. that I was like, yeah. uh oh. Because I wasn't sure if he was going to wake up and then she was going to be dead and he was going to be really pissed or something like that. Uh, I thought that would be interesting, but the way they did it was fine with with me because mm-hmm. I guess she's magical too. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure she is. Yeah, magical. no, she definitely, she yeah, obviously, like the most jolliest person in existence. You've got to be magical to literally <laughs> bake kinda... cookies like every single goddamn day for a bunch of little people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the cookies, one scene that I really enjoyed was like the elves eating in their cafeteria. Oh yeah. With that one yeah. like army guy like watching everyone like what the hell are they doing and then he starts talking about how they need more like meat and vegetables and stuff and then they have to go into like the explanation essentially of like elf metabolism i actually kind of want to talk about the elves just as themselves because when the movie was going there is a whole like style that the movie was going for a more grounded realistic style and i thought surely if the elves are around, because they didn't show the reindeer. And I was like, surely if that, oh, they well, did. not as like Santa's reindeer, I guess. In, in the, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. not flying, but they showed them like in, in their, their um, yeah, stable. stable. But I wasn't yeah. sure if they're going to show the elves. Like I thought maybe it was just going to be, because when we first see them, you don't actually see them right away. You just see uh, Santa talking to them. And I thought, oh well, maybe that will break yeah. the immersion, you know, of the the groundedness. And I was like, they're they're not going to show it. But then the movie goes on, and you get to see them. And I, I was really impressed with the way they handled it. Like the elves were still really jolly, and they still had what you thought they'd wear, and the pointed ears, and their sort of, sort of like childlike look to them. But it was still. Mm-hmm. within the realm of like realism and like grittiness is like, Oh, this is just slave labor, but they enjoy it. Um, and it's, <laughs> it was extremely strange to see, but somehow they pulled it off and I was impressed in that aspect. I thought that was, yeah, I, I thought that was really good too, as well. Um, also the fact that, that Christmas is just a business, uh, to them. right? Like, uh, like, like uh, marketing, and <laughs> and uh, like they're going bankrupt, so they need to sign a new contract. I thought that was pretty uh, a cool element to add to add to like the the the, the element of. Christmas. I did I did find right. the movie having this weird, not on purpose message about like <clears throat> like really bad labor laws, like these elves get worked but, to uh, the bone. And they enjoy it. And at one point, what Santa calls Elon Musk to see if he needs help from yeah. the elves. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> another another thing, too, is he actually was complaining about Chinese children slave labor, yet he was calling oh, right. China D- trying yeah. to get the elves to It work, was like a double standard that was in the film. That is like, if you can't beat them, join them sort of thing. But it was weird like you said it's really weird to hear him say one thing and then an hour later see him do the the exact opposite so yeah i completely Mm. that's kind of where i was coming from as well but yeah i uh i i liked this movie more than i thought i don't know if i would say i was overly impressed with it but i'm well you know what screw Let's just go into like our ratings because I have a lot to say about the next movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we'll start with you, Janko. All right, yeah. No, I uh, from start to end, I I thoroughly enjoyed the entire spectacle of this film. I thought like it it moves in such a great pace that you're not bored one second, and um, the, I thought Mel Gibson and Goggins uh, worked well as two counterparts, and. The the entire the final climax with with them the showdown in the snow and he blows up the the elf factory and and uh, Santa comes out and shouts enough holding two revolvers I just thought that was just an epic epic <laughs> uh, like uh, like a Wild West showdown and um, yeah it was a it's basically a fun thrill ride thrill ride throughout the entire film uh, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'll, I'll give this film a four stars. It, it deserves that much attention, I think. Um, you can go, Maggie. Uh, I'll save mine for last. Oh, um, I gave it a solid four. Like I said, I really like Groggins and pretty much anything he does. And I thought him and Mel Gibson, much like Jenko did, I thought they worked really well with each other. Hmm. Um, there are parts of the film that I thought could have been expanded mm-hmm. on a little bit more. And that's probably why it's not higher for me, because there were a lot of, like was mentioned earlier, the lack of backstory on Groggins. Like, I think that could have put more, like, emotion into the film if you kind of knew why he was the way he was. But it was Mm. still good not knowing as well and only getting, like, the little glimpses of that. But yeah, solid four. Um, yeah, my rating. I enjoyed the film. I've never seen anything by the Nelms. I'm, I'm assuming they're brothers. Uh, small town. Well, have I seen small town crime? I might have actually seen this movie before. So I take that back. Maybe I have seen something by them. Um, I think I have seen this movie. Anyways, but yeah, Fat Man was <laughs> more enjoyable than I thought. I've already said that multiple times, but I think that's the best way to describe it is I enjoyed it more than I thought it was going to because it was tonally cool. Like, I like the way that they portrayed Santa Claus. It wasn't too, like, badass, but it's just more like the Santa has literally been through the same stuff we're all going through which is just living on this planet and it hardens you after a while especially when you're trying to be the nicest person on earth oh yeah um they played that really well and they wrote it really well too and the conclusion with that is that santa wants to say no and change the way like if he has this much influence then he's gonna make it known that he's gonna be out there making sure that you get more than coal but you're gonna get fucking thrown in the wood chipper (laughs) i didn't really enjoy the actual plot points like you guys did i just thought it was a little bit like i didn't want it to be more silly but in the same sense i don't think i don't know what i wanted but i don't think it was this um i think (laughs) with the elf stuff and the military stuff, that was all kind of interesting to me, but it just felt like there needed to be a bit more in the movie, like maybe more than one kid uh, with the assassin thing going on, Santa focusing more on like the downfall of humanity. I think that was interesting, but it kind of dissipated as soon as the movie hit about its halfway mark because Santa was getting big fat checks and he was like, I don't care anymore. But it, like we talked about, it kind of t- took away from what he was complaining about. It was It's almost like, and that's fine if this is what they're intending, that Santa was all talk. And it's just because, you know, Santa's in a bad way, then everything sucks, right? Which is a f- like, maybe that is what it was going for. Mm. But I thought it was actually trying to be more about like, Santa Claus doesn't work in today's society because today's society just doesn't fucking listen to the actual message of what Christmas is supposed to be about. Um, And I thought they were trying to do that in a realistic but creative way. And if that's not the case, then I think it kind of makes the movie a little bit less like, I don't know, just feels like it was just a roller coaster ride, almost Marvel movie equivalent of a a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Um, And in which case, yeah. yeah, it was good, but I wasn't like blow me away and I'm no like Christmas movies. You, you shouldn't be expecting that, but I don't know. I, I think a solid, uh, I'm teetering either between three, three and a half, but I, I think, I think just for the Christmas spirit, I'll probably give it three and a half because I did enjoy the acting in it. I, I actually didn't really enjoy the kid. Uh, his performance was a bit too on the nose for me. And it was still like, like I said before, it's like, you knew he was an asshole, you know, it's like, I wish he kind of played it. Like no one could tell that there's that side of him, but it doesn't like, you can tell he's a fucking prick. That's the, that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, I think most of the adults did good. I think he was, eh, 
And uh, other than that, that's my my rating for Fat Man. So the next film we're going to talk about yeah. is Christmas Bloody Christmas, which came out this year on Shutter. The U.S. Defense Department has spent over a trillion dollars on the most cutting-edge robot technology, introducing Robo Santa Plus for the upcoming holiday season. What are you going to do this fine Christmas Eve? I was potentially going to go meet up with a dude. I've blown him off twice already, so come on, get a drink with your old pal, Robbie. What's up with you two? I uh, just grabbed a drink. I talk her out of some tender trash. You didn't oh. talk me out of anything. Oh, yeah. Christmas! Christmas! A humbug. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! New animatronic state-of-the-art Santa Claus featured at our own TW Bonkers is now the subject of an international recall. All right, so I'm just going to read what they wrote on Letterboxd, which is, it's Christmas Eve and Tori just wants to get drunk and party. But when a robotic, a robotic, <laughs> when a robotic Santa uh, Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she's forced into a battle for survival. Yeah, basically what the movie's about. Um, did you guys like it? Absolutely no, not. not <laughs> one bit. Oh, that's sad. I loved it. I love this movie so oh. much. <laughs> you, you got, you I think, got I think we all unanimously yeah. hate this one. Like, if I had saw this on my own, I would have added this to Critically... Not Critically. Yeah, Critically Masochistic. Yeah. Uh, Critically masochistic. I would have added it to that because that's how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Though what surprises me, uh, even though it, uh, its average rating is about what it's a two point nine, but the surprising thing, surprising it's thing to high. me is if you actually look at some of the reviews, there are a lot of not a lot, but there's a fair amount of people who are giving it like four and a half, almost five stars. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. There are a lot of people I follow who have that, and I. After I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, but the reasoning too is piss poor." And I'm not calling out people. It's just like, come on, like respect yourself more. (laughs) Come, like you need, you need to at least just because it's a new horror film. And I don't care. I, I at this point, I really don't care if this makes people hate me, but just because it's a new horror film, it doesn't mean you have to like it because you like horror. Like this isn't a good film. And I'm, I'm like, it gets better around probably the end half. I mean, once, once Santa breaks into that house, that's when the movie finally kicks, kicks up a bit, I I think. But, but it's still, it, it doesn't help. It it doesn't help the film much after that anyways, like, because it's still just a. Well, I think we need to get it out of the way first, because (laughs) Um, the first, I think I actually looked at what time. So the first half an hour of this film is probably the most excruciating thing you have to go through in a modern movie. <laughs> oh my god, they're yeah. talking about music. <laughs> oh, like I. They don't, sure and they're acting. And they no, try to act drunk, which is just yelling. They don't have any single no. goddamn meaningful, purposeful, uh, par- uh decent no. conversation that helps benefit the movie in any way. Um. This is the okay. There's a lot of things I have to say, but let's talk about this. They talk about music for so long, but and most of it is like 80s metal music, right? Yeah, and it's pretentious. But (laughs) in the background, all you hear is synth music. And they uh, granted they talk about synth music later for a little bit, but majority is metal music. You'd assume Mm -hmm. that this uh, movie's score would be heavy metal music. But instead, it goes like the Stranger Things route. And it's completely like, why? Who thought this was a good yeah. idea? Because then at least. No, I was just going to say that, that that is the director's way of showing his homage to. John yeah, you, you could be right in that. But if um, you're going to make the characters talk about metal music that much and still like have no. Nothing about music in your film, then why. Yeah. like then why don't you just put it as your score as well? Then it's kind of like there's that connection. You know, you're kind of making a connection. That costs yeah, money. Yeah, that does cost money. <laughs> I mean, it 
the, I mean, it, it just shows us, like, the the entire first half an hour is just an entire waste of time because yeah. they, they get oh, yeah, murdered anyways. Like, <laughs> and nothing they talk about ever comes back the only the story no. at all. One thing on, that Maggie. there was something that really frustrated me about this movie. When you look at, like, the top build cast, like, on Letterboxd, I don't think it's in the proper order. So when I saw that Jonah from MST3K was going to be in the movie, I actually got really excited. But then he gets killed off so fast. Like within like, what, the first like 15, 20 minutes, he's gone. Who was he? He was the There's a boyfriend guy for the, the friend. Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the right. Guy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he gets killed off basically as soon as everything starts. Yeah. He's like one of the first kills. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, I want to mention something that made me mad. The lighting yeah. in that movie aggravated me because it it was just like mm-hmm. it was a neon mess. It wasn't even like an one. artistic neon and then like choice. It was just there's neon. No, yeah. it was just like neon everywhere. And yeah. then because of all the neon, like I don't know if y'all had the same problem, but it just like any scene that was dark was just grainy, like. Hmm. like yeah, you know I the movie that. was supposed to be filmed like kind of slick you know like newer but so it wasn't like you know planned out added later aging grain it was grain i think due to well <laughs> in the... i think i read that apparently this movie was filmed on 16 millimeter wow okay i don't know why that is the weirdest thing is like oh yeah we got to do this on like why this movie <laughs> but that might have uh, been some of the reason yeah um <laughs> it doesn't really make sense like unless they're trying to make it more homage because there is a lot mm-hmm. in this movie that they I mean, try to reference back to I mean, other movies too there's a lot of there's a lot of halloween with the Santa killer, and there's a lot of Terminator. assault increasing for teen. Terminator. And then also yeah. Chopping too, Mall. Yeah, yeah Chopping oh, yeah, Mall, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of that film as well while watching this. Well, there is... Okay, so you mentioned that thing with the cast. This kind of goes throughout the whole movie. I know we're talking about the first 30 minutes, but I will mention mm-hmm. this as well, is it's really important to not cast your friends in your movie. And the reason oh, yeah. being is because you hang out with a certain type of people and you tend to dress or look like those people. Every single person in this movie looked like it was just the director's friend. And that doesn't work when the next door neighbor looks like a metalhead, and the guy that lives down the road looks like a metalhead, and every goddamn person looks like a metalhead, except for maybe yeah. one cop. That's right. <laughs> it's could just, almost think that Rob Zombie directed the yeah, film. <laughs> really? It's just annoying because it's like... <laughs> no, well, there, it's just every character. Every character had a beard ex- or some sort of facial hair. Every yeah. character looked like they were Tori's friend in the movie, uh, <laughs> even though they weren't. And it right. just, it was just really like too little town. Um, yeah, let's yeah. let's circle back to Rob Zombie real quick because mm. there actually was an actor in the movie who was in that atrocious oh, yeah. monsters movie. Yeah, Jeff um, Daniel Phillips. Yeah, Jeff Daniel Phillips. Um, the sheriff, I think he was the main sheriff, right? Like, yeah, he's the yeah, right. head honcho. Yeah. yeah, he played Herman in the Rob Zombie remake, and that oh, ugh, ugh. still have not seen. Well, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> well, he was a little bit more. You could tell he stuck out though amongst the cast. Because oh, I think yeah. it's just more experience, to be honest. Like, if you look at him, uh, his list of films that he's been in compared to everybody else. Yeah, he's, he's been in a lot. A lot. Um, and I think that was a good choice in making him like the sheriff of the town. Because at least his experience could just be like, oh, he's ex- like hardened from being a cop. He acts a little bit different than everybody else. Um, it's a really weird way to do this sort of like I guess the director must have realized this and it's like well I think you're best suited for this role because none of us will be able to keep up with how good you are compared to everybody else uh, I didn't think he did an amazing job because this movie is terrible but he I did the best yeah. he could he did the he best yeah exactly I guess so, yeah. Um, 
what was this other point? Oh, the so the big thing I, I mentioned Jank, uh, to Janko right away is why is this a Christmas film? That's yeah. the biggest question I had is why is it a Christmas film? There's no reason for it to be a Christmas film. I don't no. understand if there's ever a point in which there was a need I mean, for it to like was to, the thing I'm wondering is I mean, did Shutter want yeah. a Christmas film and there is this film made or like uh, being written and they're like well could you could you just put like could the bad guy be Santa and the guy's like yeah, yeah. I guess you know <laughs> yeah that that's right it's kind of like a, just an overlay yeah. Like, uh, you you could have just had a normal regular robot and it would be the same film. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been Chopping Mall. Yeah. <laughs> that's essentially like that's what I Good thought word. it was going to be like when I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, is this just <laughs> Chopping Mall with like a robot Santa? Because that might be cool. <laughs> but no. Uh, this isn't a complaint, but this is a just something I noticed. There's no boobs in this movie. Not a complaint, yeah. just something I noticed. There's bums, but that was about it. Um, <laughs> but this goes into my other... The, the Why is this a Christmas movie goes into my other point. Is no parent would buy this Santa Claus for their child. Um, one, it would be the most expensive thing in the world. Two, you'd only use it in December. And three, why... Why would why? No one would want Especially this. Especially from a company that makes like military weapons. But yeah, it oh, doesn't yeah. make sense. Like that kind of goes. So that really does go into my next one. Is why is this a Christmas movie? Because if you said like it's the ultimate toy, right? And maybe you could get away with saying like, okay, well, I guess it's the ultimate toy. Maybe it's like almost like a maid. Like we're getting into that AI sort of era. Military doesn't have use for this technology. They're rebranding it. Super discount cheap. People can actually afford it, so they're issuing it off as like a toy because it can't really do much, right? But mm -hmm. because it's Santa, you immediately go like, no one's gonna buy that. Like if it right. ha like the only thing it does is it's just be, be like Santa. Rich people who like Christmas is what it's gonna be. <laughs> well, if you saw how long it takes to kill this thing, so clearly it's made of really good material. It must have cost like a oh, hundred and yeah. it's like a a new Tesla price for this Santa Claus. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> that someone would buy it um and then it's recall is just stupid because on the news they're like oh it's getting recalled because uh and you think that you would say like some people have been hurt like the you know like a normal movie would be like oh some people have had terrible accidents and there's a recall but instead they're like some people got pranked uh so yeah, we gotta call like it back that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense i don't understand the prank thing at all um no, I don't. Maggie's never been on an episode where I really hated a movie, so yeah, I think this we is all really hated this movie. So yeah, uh, yeah, but the dialogue made me want to kill myself. An echo chamber for for everybody right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, hope I so. mean, I mean, everyone acts like an asshole in this film. Yeah, everyone's uh, really douchey. There are no, yeah, there are no redeeming characters. I mean, that that policeman that just stops her in the middle of the like she's all bloody and he immediately assumes she did something wrong and doesn't doesn't reason with her at all it's just you shut your mouth go back <laughs> you're right. under arrest where he's all the blood all over you and it just makes no serious sense at all <laughs> and well that like, that and yeah, they didn't uh, let the ambulance check her out because that's that if yeah, we're being yeah, true, realistic yeah. that's the first thing they would have done is arrest her right, right and then let the ambulance check her out and then oh, okay so this isn't her blood. Clearly, she's been through something. Then we listen to her. Yeah. But it's just, you're right. It's just immediately in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, th there still are, there are a couple, a couple of redeeming factors in this film. Are I there? think the, the, the gore is good. I like the gore. I actually and, agree with Janko because I, I enjoy yeah. when the gore is comical. Uh, like this mm. didn't, like every time there was like a dummy or something, it's clear as day is like well this is a cheap mm, dummy yeah. but i i like that because i i don't know i think it's mm -hmm. funny like when uh yeah. the neighbor's head gets squished on the staircase oh yeah the dummy mm -hmm. didn't have eyes did anyone notice that it's just 
randomly oh, yeah. before yeah, he definitely. even got squished there's just no eyes in the dummy no, <laughs> so I didn't that it, it was just so cheap um but i i liked it i like when gore effects are cheap like that i don't know why oh, i think yeah. it's just cozy i spent a, a lot of time checking how much longer i had left oh me too in the movie mm, me too yeah. like surely there can't be that much more left oh fuck there's 45 minutes left in this damn thing yeah like, yeah i mean it did feel like a two-hour <clears throat> film i'll give it that and uh and the amount of fake the amount out. of the amount yeah yeah i was gonna say mm-hmm. that too like i counted there were five fake out deaths yep. i mean we dare only really needed one yeah. to right. to show the example of like he's an unkillable robot. Uh, the, there's two, just two in the store, and you're just like at a certain point, you're just like, oh come on, like it's just pissing me off at this <laughs> like, point. Please end. Yeah. <laughs> just end. Oh, such a stupid. And then uh, I'm I'm just, I'm getting so mad about it that I'm losing like actual thought process right here. Um, well do you wanna talk about our ratings? Well uh, a little bit. I feel like there's a couple more things that I do wanna say about the film, which is um oh, I had it in my head. Uh No, you guys are gonna have to go. I, I I actually did lose my train of thought. <laughs> this is bad. Oh. Yeah, I I really have nothing else to say about it other than I think it's a piece of trash. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There was only there was only one good thing about it. That was the kills, and the rest is just oh, forgettable. I do remember the other oh. thing. I was I got really scared when the first two kills were in a first person perspective and i was like oh no i really hope they don't do all of them like this because that was just oh. terrible oh. and I, yeah. I actually i could imagine for you maggie that was really bad to watch yeah yeah because i don't like first person stuff oh okay so i don't think that um i i thought that this was going to be a complete zero for you because you probably didn't even watch it but then obviously i think they do the third kills sort of half and half like they do first person and then they go to like you know a normal movie um Mm -hmm. perspective which was good and made me go oh thank god because i don't know why they chose that either it wasn't even like it was probably like an homage to like predator or terminator or something like yeah you're right maniac too even there's a lot of different homages in this film and a lot of them feel wasted forced forced and wasted yeah like they they shouldn't have been there oh and same like can we talk about their movie talk that they have in the apartment where this girl like no offense to the girl but you're at that point no it's not that she had shit taste some of her opinions just like okay valid but at a certain point with a person if i talk to a real person like that i after she told me all of that i'd be like you just want to be different i don't think you actually have an opinion you just want to be different (laughs) and uh oh i remember the other thing i wanted to say they acted like they were the first person to do last girl it's like the concept of last girl never existed until they made this movie oh yeah right Right. yeah i picked up on that too because they had that whole conversation of how tori's like well what you can't be with a strong independent woman who makes her own salary and you're just like what wait you're choosing this movie you're choosing this genre to say that there's no strong women in the world because excuse me there are plenty of horror movies that would contest against that statement it's just like why why are you choosing this movie right now like it's fine you're doing last girl but don't act like you came up with the idea mm. like what the fuck's right. wrong with you you didn't do that so that part really that's the other thing i want to say i'm sorry now we can go on to ratings okay. <laughs> okay you want to go first matt yeah i think i made my um my claim pretty clear with everything <laughs> i just said so I will give Christmas Bloody Christmas not the lowest score I can give it, mm-hmm. but I will give it one star because reasons I just said. So, okay, I uh, I gave it a zero point five. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a half star. Yeah. Um, right. 
And, I mean, we, we just talked about it. I mean, I really hated it. Like, it was like nails on chalkboard. The whole movie. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know on, on Letterboxd, I, I ended up giving it a two star. But <clears throat> I was talking about it now. And it being a completely forgettable film. Uh, it was mostly because of the, the Carpenter vibe that it gave me a... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a more simplicity towards the film but but screw all that it's still a, sh- a shit film and <laughs> like uh yeah I, I the the santa claus killer was cool at times no no don't even give credit don't even give credit to no. the, no. <laughs> right, do you yeah. want to know i was just just, just one, one star <laughs> i was just even gonna say that if you want more reason to hate this film after listening to us shit all over it and not even yeah. we used it to wipe our asses as well i think the biggest sin about this movie is you made it a Christmas film. Your killer looks like Santa. He literally does no Christmas themed kills. Like it's the furthest thing from Christmas. Oh, and the snow in this movie literally looks like cotton balls falling from the sky. I'm sorry. Oh oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But just, if you're going to make a Christmas film and this is what you have in mind, go do something else because yeah. you're doing it wrong um yeah don't give credits to the stupid santa robot no, yeah, yeah you're right I, sh- I shouldn't i shouldn't at all uh <laughs> just the, the gory kills were fun one star yeah yeah <laughs> honestly the only thing to give credit to is the animatronic stuff at the end though corny was cute and i i like that well, that's the only yeah. thing you're gonna get out of me. Mm-hmm. I also, I also really liked the opening TV segments. That was a bit fun. That was I the thought. only part of the movie I liked mm. was the opening TV stuff. Yeah, except for the sound design. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was gonna mention this I too. I was more I don't, I don't hung particularly up on the lighting the... than than anything else. Everything. So whoever balanced the sound, uh, balanced it improperly and especially at the start everything was balanced a little over to the right so (laughs) that was fucking annoying as shit and i didn't i didn't enjoy the start because i kept like thinking my headset was broke so i was actually using my headset so no one could go in the comments and say well well, maybe you just don't have your no i had my headset on (laughs) and i could hear it and everything was coming out of the right slightly more than the left and yeah that's that's a no-go you don't start your movie like that No, you certainly don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that was our uh, Christmas special. We liked Fat Man. But and... also. Oh yes. Mm. Mm. Oh. Uh, On the topic of right. terrible movies. <laughs> right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for critically masochistic. <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember what Jenko got. He got Dard Divorce. Dard Divorce. God damn it! What a what a <laughs> shit film. Uh, I mean, it was it was better than Ant Farm Dickhole. Yeah. Um, but not by much. Uh, it's basically about this woman who's going through a divorce, uh, and it turns out her ex-husband. Uh, was involved in a sort of bank heist or uh, there was a drug heist going in a place he works at and he apparently stole some cash and then the guy vanishes or they kidnap him but they don't know where the money is so they they send people to this woman uh, Natalie Steen is her name and three individuals try to get the answer out of her uh, through various techniques, varying from torture to other stuff. Uh, it's been a while since I watched this film, so I don't 100% remember the plot, but it was quite forgettable. Her acting was very terrible. It's a very good example of why you don't cast your wife as the movie, <laughs> especially when you know when she sounds extremely german <laughs> um and there was like shitty backstories that really didn't <laughs> need to be told and this movie has the <laughs> i like how you can't stop laughing <laughs> yeah i mean this movie just just takes 
a 160 completely with the twists, and it's like, oh shit, oh no, it was a policeman all along who was the main culprit. Oh my god, you broke uh, him. Yeah. It, um, yeah, there, there's nothing good to say about this film other than I enjoyed some of the, I enjoyed the second guy, uh, who does like the, the body cleanup, mm -hmm. like he, he takes off his clothes, bathe, uh, like he cuts the body parts off with a chainsaw, uh, cleans it up. And like you later on learn that, oh shit, he's also another part of this, this gang or whatever they are. And then it shows back to like a how he got the information about her, where he tortures this guy in like very S and M bondage gear, which was probably the best moment in this film. But still, there wasn't enough for me to like this film, so I end up giving it one and a half star for the torture. I scenes think that's alone. higher than, than Christmas bloody Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but yeah, it, it it is what it is. It's a shit film. But I'm now obligated to watch the rest of the films of Olaf Ittenbach, so that is my torture I have to bear. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac, mm -hmm. how are you feeling? You uh, feeling? I'm feeling pretty defeated after or? Christmas, bloody Christmas. So. Oh well, get ready to maybe feel more defeated. Um, you <laughs> still have the card, by the way. I do have the card, so yeah, that's I right, can make yeah. Janko suffer yeah. just for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one through four. Um, I'm going to choose four. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, I know All what right. movie it is. Oh, you think? Is what it, do you think it is? Is it the, the Quaid it's one? It's Star Wackers. Oh, frick, it you is the Quaid Randy one. You got Randy Quaid's Star Wackers. No, Star I'm making Jenko watch it with me. I'm using the <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> It can be our Christmas. No, movie. Yeah. it doesn't sound Let good, me, uh, Jacob. So the it, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> I chose so four because I thought you'd put that at number one. No, no, I hit shuffle. I hit shuffle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the description of this on Letterbox for people is oh, film actor one. Randy Quaid and his wife Evie's detailed account. About Hollywood assassins have been out to kill them for over a decade. So it's just like Randy Quaid and his wife, Evie, who directed it. And there's only 42 people who have it marked to watch on Letterboxd, too. Um, and it's pretty atrocious. You're, you're going to see a lot of naked Randy Quaid. A lot. Okay. A lot of it. So <laughs> prepare yourself mentally uh... for Randy Quaid naked in a fur coat running around in a desert. Because that's like half the movie. You know what's kind of funny, though? What's really hmm. funny is I watched for the first time The Last Detail not long ago. Uh, and that has Randy Quaid in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. It's like one of his earlier, earlier films by uh, Hal, uh, Hal Ashby. He plays one of oh, the characters sure. in it. And he's quite enjoyable. Well, he used to be a great yeah, actor. He, was, he used to be a great he actor. He was really good. But he just you know, went off the deep end there. Uh... So. But yeah, see, the one good thing about you having to watch it now is you don't have to worry about it ever popping up again later. That's true. That's true. But I still have to watch it. There's You You act like this is a good thing, but there's a chance that we could have dodged a bullet for a long time. And uh, yeah. somehow I didn't. But there are other bullets in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is one of the worst ones in there, but it's not the only one. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I knew I was going to have to use the card pretty soon. So it's all right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, How long is it uh, again? 80, oh, 88 minutes. minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ant Farm Dickle was shorter, actually. Ant Farm Dickle no, would probably be more not. preferable than this. You know, while you were telling the description <laughs> of that film you just said, I was thinking about what mm -hmm. your name, Janko, would be as an ant pun. And I think it would just be <laughs> Jan Janto. What? Janto? Yeah. Janto. 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 Uh, oh, yours would be Manfany. <laughs> Manfew. Man Man yeah. <laughs> I don't think he could do Maggie's, though. Mansky? Mant. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really come out. <laughs> it doesn't work right. It ant terraforms your name too much. 
You're more ant than yeah. human. <laughs> Anyways, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh. Uh, this has been... Uh, you got the best present of all. Uh, oh, yeah. That's not... Yeah, this is Christmas. What the hell? This is torture. <laughs> all right. I'm way too excited about y'all having to watch this. I'm sorry. Well, you've already <laughs> tortured yourself willingly, so. Well, I watched it with other people. Oh. I didn't watch it alone. Well, I'm not either. We True. were we were working on a list of like movies we found on Letterboxd. It's like oddities, weirdos, like terrible movies, like all these things. And we would look for the worst ones on there to get them out of the way first. And this was one of the worst ones on there. Okay. Yeah, well, oh, I'm not looking forward to this. From what you described it, I'm mortified to have to, like, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>